Hi guys, Rebecca here. This one is 100% my fault, as I might have forgotten to research a mini-story, but fear not, we have a previously unpublished on the main feed episode for you. So grab your drink of choice and enjoy something that was supposed to involve a library, but somehow didn't. just kind of roll in yeah so hello friends strange oh Patronite. hi we actually got a suggestion for what we should call our patronite i kind of like it what is it benevolent strangers <gasps> oh that's too big of a word benevolent <laughs> strangers Hush. tiffany what does benevolent mean uh benevolence because there's a benevolence fund at my parents church is giving benevolent strangers giving strangers they give us no. money what is benevolent <laughs> <laughs> goodwill goodwill and we google Giving. no rebecca no come on what is you, it no don't google it. it it's it's like a good stranger like a benevolent stranger benevolent is giving right no ashley's googling what is it so the actual definition is well-meaning and kindly but it's also if it's of an organization it's serving a charitable rather than a profit-making purpose cheers friends oh i was offering to help you I drink know. that so you guys were both right we were both right i like that answer i did not know so i was gonna play dr google benevolent strangers i like it i like it a lot too i will not remember that and i'm gonna keep calling them strange patroni perfect all right now that we're all on three <laughs> different pages so this month we had a challenge we were supposed to go to a library we had one hour to research a subject quickly write it up no cell phones allowed you're allowed to take a picture of the cover if you needed to and then present on it so who actually did that that's what i thought none of us actually did that none of us (laughs) hallelujah none of us actually did this and we're gonna find out how much of a nerd rebecca is so to start off i thought it'd be fun to do rock paper scissors to see who goes first fuck okay how are we gonna do multiples we go three at a time and then you know we'll figure out chumps are you ready Rock, One, paper, two, scissors, three, shoot. shoot. I win. Okay. So, so you now. go first. <laughs> I'll go first. Oh, that I mean, I was you just want to kidding. go first? I mean. Winning would have been going last. There's a lot opinion. of numbers in mine. So maybe you want me to go first? Sure. Unless. I'm fine. Well, then let's figure out. Oh, wait, are we doing who wins or who loses that goes next? The winner gets to go last because you and I <laughs> both want to go last. Ready? Just Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, so I go second. All right, I'll go first. Tiffany sizzled me. So it's not the first time. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. is. <sighs> so I'm a giant nerd and I have books on things that no one should really need to have, but I do because they're interesting. So I pulled out my book called What If by Randall Monroe, who is the creator of XKCD. And this book is really, really cool because it's based off his blog where people ask him ridiculous questions and he answers them scientifically. So basically, I love it. So it is a nonfiction still. This could technically happen. Okay. Because I was like, oh, no. Did she go nonfiction? Because if we could have gone nonfiction, girl, I got this. This is this is nonfiction. Or I meant fiction. It's fiction the- theoretical. Is fake nonfiction is not fake. Not that's fake. Okay, yeah, we're good. This is theoretical. So the question is: Is it possible to build a jetpack using downward firing machine guns? 
Ashley just took off her headphones. <laughs> Hold on. Sounds like a lot of science. Is it possible? Hold Slash on. math. Is it possible to build a jetpack off of what? Downward firing machine guns. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that in like well, one that- of the cartoons he did? That wouldn't be a jetpack. That would be a you know machine gun you know pack. of the cartoons that Randall Monroe made. They're the little stick figure guys, right? Yeah, yeah. You know them? Yeah. What? Hi, my name is Tiffany. I've opened the internet before. <laughs> <laughs> I peeked this in the is, door. This is not Internet Anonymous. Hel- hello, <laughs> hello. How are yes, you? Yes, this is the stick figure guy. So, question: Is it possible? Short answer: Yes. What? Oh God! <laughs> Wait. Yes. Hold on. So, What's this guy's name: Randall Monroe. I forgot we were on Patreon for a second. I was like, oh, let me just Google XKCD. Him. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Girl. Psh, I'm like an internet savant. You're not. I'm not. <laughs> Did I say savant right? No. <laughs> what is it? Savant. You're asking Rebecca if you pronounce something correctly. Fair. Savant. I mean, don't ask me. Savant. <laughs> All right. So short answer is yes. Long answer is why we're here. And yes, I swear I only did this in an hour. So when you shoot a gun, there's recoil. Mm-hmm. Duh. So the first obstacle is can the gun actually overcome its own weight with the recoil? Hold on. When you shoot a gun, the yeah. gun goes back like that. That yeah. would that would even that would help propel you. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, but the first right. thing you have to dis- the figure out is if the recoil is enough to move the gun itself backwards because you have it. the weight of the gun. So we're looking at a thrust to weight ratio <laughs> every night <laughs> i use the word thrust a lot so y'all are welcome thrust to weight therefore if the ratio is less than one it won't move okay but if the ratio is more than one it will move so for reference saturn 5 had a takeoff thrust of 1.5 did you just say if there it was less than one it won't move if it's more than one it won't move because i think you just answered your own if question. it's more than one it will move okay if it's i've had one Okay, so while an AK-47 has a ratio of about two, this isn't true for everything. So if you stood the gun on its stock and fired it, the AK-47 would leap into the air. But how high? We're going to find that out. And not with something strapped to it. So, okay, before you go too far, you would have to have it be more than, not just more than one, yeah, but significantly enough more than one to counteract the weight of the person. Yep. If you're only using one gun. But I'd imagine you use multiple. Uh Uh-huh. So the AK-47 has a thrust-weight ratio of about two, but this is not the case with all guns. Example, BB gun. So thrust. So you guys are going to like this. You'll shoot your eye out. So you guys are going to like this, even though it's math. Phone got excited about that, too. So thrust equals (laughs) the the mass ejection rate (laughs) times the speed of ejection. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) This gets better and better and better. I'm so happy. Therefore, if an AK-47 fires 10 8-gram bullets per second at 715 meters per second, I'm using metric here. You're going to have to get on board with it because I didn't have time or the resources because we weren't allowed to use our phones to calculate everything out. Mm -hmm. So 10 times 8 times 715 is around 57.2 newtons, which newtons which is about 13 pounds of force 
And that's how many AK-47s? So an AK-47 weighs about 13.5 pounds when loaded. Okay. So it produces 13 pounds of thrust, which is more than what it, what it weighs. So taking into account the gun is also expelling hot gas and debris. In practice, the thrust is going to be about 30% more. <laughs> this again, is great. Again, thrust varies by gun cartridge and operator. Yeah, it does. So you started talking about the 13 pounds of thrust, and I was like, I wonder how many pounds of thrust Hagrid is. And he said something about hot gas. I was like, oh, that could be a new pet name. You're welcome for this. So. I have no idea what's happening right now, but my story is great. We're diving into the math to figure out no. if a gun can be used. I have graphs. Wait, go back. Oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> I go, don't. Question. Going back. Going back. Okay. So 13. Yeah. It produces 13 pounds of thrust. It does. But it weighs about 13 pounds. So it you weighs, said 13.5. It weighs 10.5. 10.5. Okay. So how big is the person you're theoretically lifting? We are looking at a, I had this note somewhere, a 60 kilogram rider. Fuck me. Yeah, Rebecca. I know. I didn't have, I follow my 60. own rules. I didn't have my phone to do like quick calculations. We have that, it now. 60 what? 60 pound? Kilogram. 60 kilogram oh. to pounds is... 132 pounds. You can't even lift me up with this bitch. I am not interested. We have it. No, I'm, that's fine. Continue. Okay. <laughs> I'm still interested. I'm not So, interested. to put it this into reference, the average AK-47 has enough thrust to lift a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. Because... <laughs> You know, pointing it one way, that squirrel would do more than lift. So, and long story short, to get to where you're going, you need multiple guns. Yes, yes, you do. And a lot of squirrels. So, an AK-47 is 10.5 pounds. So, to get the weight you need... How the hell did I do this? Hold on. So, basically, math, 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 the gun can lift about 5 pounds. Meaning, if you have two guns, you could theoretically lift 10 pounds. 10 so, pounds or 10 kilograms? Pounds. Or 10 okay. squirrels. I don't know why it's... I just realized this. I don't know why it switches back and forth between kilograms and pounds, and I'm mad at him for this. Like, pick one and stick with it. Ja. Wow. Now, 10 pounds. Two can do 10 pounds. Yes. Well, you know, some of us are cut out for stick figures and not math, so <laughs> calm down. <laughs> so, imagine the scene. A platform, which I'm assuming is weightless, filled with squirrels. With an average 60 kilogram rider. <laughs> so eventually you'll get your thrust to weight ratio from where it's basically levitating up to where it can accelerate upward. And that the graph gets stabled around 1000 guns. guns. <laughs> so that would okay. have to be a really big platform. So the more guns you add, basically you reach a point where it doesn't really matter how many guns you have. It just stables out at a little bit above two thrust to rate ratio. What I have written down is it approaches a thrust to weight ratio of a single unburdened rifle. Uh, which is unburdened swallow. Unburdened. LOL. I thought it was funny. Unburdened Moving on. Burdened swallow. Is that a Monty Python? Yes. Okay. All I could think was thrust and swallow. <laughs> 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 okay my brain is and squirrels yes but we have a problem yes and this Dude. is ammunition 
we have a couple problems with ammunition. Can I can I bring up something before you say it? Because I was thinking this, but I didn't want to keep interrupting. Yes. Okay. So in order to lift this, you would have to have like constant firing, which means you'd have to have unlimited ammunition, which would weigh your guns down, which means that your calculations are all thrown off. You've just entered the world of calculus, Tiffany. Fuck me. I don't want to be there. That's bad. (laughs) So it's the same problem the astronauts had or the scientists behind the spaceships had is if you have the spaceship on the ground full of fuel, you're not going to have enough fuel to get it to the moon. But as you're going higher in the spaceship, you're burning fuel, which means it weighs less and less and less. Mm -hmm. So fancy math. You figure it out. Long story short. So the problem is ammunition. So the average magazine for an AK-47 holds about 30 rounds. Oh, that's not going to get you anywhere. So at 10 rounds per second, you're looking at about a three-second trip. That's... Which, if you're looking for a quickie, I guess that works. Um, (laughs) So you can increase your magazine and therefore your pleasure. Uh, So for anyone who doesn't know, aka anyone who's not in the South and or Texas, a magazine is a thingy that... Texas is still in the South. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not anyway. The magazine in a gun is the thingy that holds the bullets. <laughs> so the larger the mag pad all over my microphone. <laughs> the larger the consider- I was like, I knew that part. Consider it the balls of the gun. Oh my god. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Holds yes. The ammunition. I uh, and forces it into the chamber, the, which then goes. The <laughs> bigger your ammunition, <laughs> the more weight you have. So a bullet yeah. itself by itself, Saggy just the balls. lead, just the lead part of the bullet we're moving on weighs about eight grams. The cartridge, which is the brass part and the gunpowder and what have you, is about 16 grams. So we're looking at about a 24 gram bullet. I have a perfect diagram for you to share with this subject. Awesome. It's called the anatomy of a pew. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. Mm-hmm. It's the anatomy of a pew. Excellent. And it breaks down sciencey things in my language. I have a book for you. Actually, you read it when you went to my apartment. I was sober. (laughs) Something that happened. Now, question for you. Yes. The gun. Wait, did that include with a a full magazine? I'm assuming no, because he goes into the description between different types of magazines and what you would need to actually. And different types of ammunition. And there's lots of facts. I assumed that it included that because how are you going to lift without the... Right. Oh, God. Too many. Lift Mm -hmm. and separate. So, to make your ideal craft, you need anywhere between 25 to 300 rifles, all with 250 rounds in their magazines. The larger versions could reach speeds of 100 meters per second at half a kilometer in the air, roundabouts-ish. So, basically, you get enough guns, you can go high enough in the air. Cool. Can we do better, though? Question before we move on. Yes. How are you keeping these all together? You have to have something keeping them together. Magic. And that whatever's keeping them together has weight to it. Yeah. So you have to factor that in. I mentioned earlier, we're assuming the platform is weightless. But the platform doesn't hold the guns together. Are you standing on the platform and they're under it? Yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'm smart. You're pretty. Thanks. And we're just going to assume the guns are just attached to the platform. Yeah. And they all just fire magically. Okay, but can we... <gasps> the thing holding them together, you just like... They're all tied together and you pull up a lever and they all fire at once and you like jacking it to get it to <laughs> pew Oh my God. Can, can we do... Can we do a... Can we do better than an AK-47? Yes. Ooh, yes. A double barrel cannon. Me- <laughs> Meet the JAU-8 Avenger. 
It can fire 60 one-pound bullets per second. One pound? Yep. One pound It has huge. It's huge bullets. The the thing is shooting monsters. And it's 60 of them in a second? Yeah. Jesus. It produces about five tons in recoil force. Hold on. I'm sorry. Can you repeat the name of this um, artillery? It's the Iron Man. The GAU-8 Avenger. GAU Tony Stark. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> so this gun is mounted to a uh, A10. That's not a gun. That's a tank. It's mounted to an A10 Warthog. Yeah, there we go. Whose engines only produce four tons of thrust. For those people who aren't googling, the barrel of this gun is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Jesus. It's not barrel. The uh, yeah, mo- move your hand like that, please. More, do it more. Yep, there we go. <laughs> That's how she likes it. <laughs> I like a person that can take command. <laughs> Wasn't that you just now? <laughs> okay, but to anyone who is listening to me <laughs> right now, realizes that I said that the plane that this gun is mounted to produces four tons of thrust, but the gun produces five, which means if you put two guns in the plane at once and put the plane at full throttle and open fire, the guns would win basically the plane would shoot backwards the plane yeah so you'd lift no well think of it like like a car if you're in the air and you have two of these guns Uh if you shoot both of them forward the plane's gonna start moving backwards yeah okay so is this good for us or bad for us so a gau avenger is mounted on planes on a thunderbolt plane oh oh the mess moved it i have it there on warthogs in my notes which a warthog is probably a type of plane plane yeah (laughs) <laughs> i'm just so confused so if we can do better yep how is this bad for us if we're moving backwards that's not doing better what i mean by do better is more power that's oh. all i mean by this but the power is counteracted if you're in a plane what else would we be on a car you can mount it to your car why would i want to do that because you could break the interstate speed limit which is anywhere from 70 to 60 miles per hour in about three seconds well you would either your car would go backwards or you would just have to shoot it behind you. would have to you. shoot it behind you, yes, which would be great for Atlanta traffic. But this no, isn't helping. you want it in front of you because you would just ram into all the J-holes in front of you. J-holes? <laughs> what's, a, <laughs> what's a J-hole? <laughs> what on earth is that? A j- We can say this. We a live jack here. Hole. Jack jack hole. Yes. Okay. Now, wait, question. How was this helping us lift off? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't. Well, it produces five tons of recoil force. If it's, you strap this to your back, it's going to pull your skeleton out of your body. Don't strap it to your back. Put it under the base or platform. There because you go. I know I'm on that base. No recoil. Um, <laughs> but the Russians one upped us. Uh, oh, as they do. So in Soviet it's Russia, called, gun fires you pretty much. So <laughs> it's a gun I can't pronounce the name of because it's Russian, but it's the GSH dash six dash thirty. It is half the weight of a GAU dash eight. It has a higher firing weight and has a thrust to weight ratio of about forty. Oh Jesus! Right. So if you pointed at the ground and fired, you would reach forty Gs of acceleration. So would that like pull your skeleton out again? Yep. Very quickly, yes. So that is not good. So we need to stick to the AK-47. What are they? Can we meet in the middle of the two weapon options? I'm not done talking about the Russian gun. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. So if you put the Russian gun in a plane, acceleration (laughs) becomes an issue. (laughs) If you put 
Oh, bless you, woman. Bless you. I'm allergic to science. <laughs> Question. Yes. Why don't you just point the guns backwards? And then acceleration becomes... Because your enemy's not necessarily behind you. Well, they're not necessarily in front of you either. But you're trying... If you're if they're on planes and you shoot in front of you, you need to get away from the stuff coming at you. So it's fine. <laughs> it all works out. Circular logic. It's fine. Okay. So I... Ha- Circular I- logic. Did you just make that up? I, ha- I have a quote. <laughs> okay. So the recoil of this gun still had a tendency to inflict damage on the aircraft. The rate of fire was reduced to 4,000 a minute, but it didn't help much. Landing lights almost always broke after firing. Firing more than about 30 rounds in a burst was asking for trouble from overheating. End of of quote. End of quote. (laughs) (laughs) End quote. But if you had sufficient cooling for this massive cannon and a strong enough craft, you could make a very efficient jetpack out of this Russian gun. You could. I'm also trying to picture how many fans you would need if we put this back into the perspective. Fans? Really? Fans? No. no. (laughs) If you put this back into the perspective of sexual innuendos. (laughs) What? What? 30 rounds a minute? That's if you fired. What what did you say? Go back to your book page. If you fired off 30 rounds, what? 30 rounds in a burst. Yeah. 30 rounds in a burst. You'd need a lot of fans to cool down after that. What the? What? I'm picturing just like... (laughs) Get real hot. <laughs> thirty rounds is like thirty bullets, which would be like thirty little spermies. Oh well, which... then that's nothing. You don't exactly. even need a. Oh my you don't god! Need a... <laughs> you just need like a little. <gasps> I'm done. I wanted to talk about like jetpacks and guns. You but, like, mentioned thrusting, thrust. and you knew where we were going. I know. You're welcome. So that was actually really fascinating. And right? all that in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna hate mine. <laughs> oh no. Same. Hard thing. To be fair, thank you, Randall Monroe, for bu- putting a very concise description in his book. I did not quote it verbatim, but I was able to make a pretty concise outline in an hour and understand the math. But I guess f- you were able to read it and put together that in an yeah, hour? Yeah, I read through it and then I was able to make an outline from it. Okay. Can the, I- the math wasn't complicated. Can I go next since nope. I won? No. I won the round. And you said whoever wins gets to once one gets to go last. Okay. Hey, I have a text message and a Discord message. We are busy, ma'am. As we all check Discord. Let's not act too surprised. I failed. (laughs) (laughs) None of us actually fulfilled the assignment, so... Before we get into your story, can we talk about how we didn't fulfill this? Just because I have... I feel like we should... I want to justify why I did not. It's December, guys. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason that we did this the way we did it, because we knew we weren't going to be able to devote a full month. And then even then, we couldn't devote a lot. No. I had plans to go this past weekend, and then I got the flu. And then we were recording today. So, Well, you know, I had holidays and my son's birthday and, you know, depression and all that fun stuff yeah (laughs) happy holidays (laughs) but now we have candy so it's all we do oh my god so mine is a bit of a um ping pong okay so i first started reading an article about this in a magazine so i did technically do the whole book thing but it was not at a library it was magazine we had on our desk in our break room i'm like that's fascinating i should come back and read this well i didn't (laughs) (laughs) so i looked up the article online and i read through it Mm -hmm. and didn't make notes Girl, you know why I wanted to go before you? Because uh, you didn't make notes. Hard same. <laughs> Hard same. But then I found a BuzzFeed. 
Oh my god. Oh, okay, this no. is where we differ. <laughs> so that whole no that phone thing. Just like consolidate it wasn't on my phone it was on my desk computer and i emailed it to myself and now it's on my phone um they kind of <laughs> consolidated the whole article anyway so i'm just gonna read you that you to read us the buzzfeed article on the article you found yeah okay. look okay girl Seasonal i was in depression. a real bad place the last couple weeks this okay is, hold on this is patreon land i think we can go there like shit gets hard and sometimes you're not in the right headspace to do anything you're not in the right headspace to wake up and shower right much less you know function and so. while I was in like super, super dark period, I was like, let me cover one of the darkest cases I've ever researched for this podcast. <laughs> just just put that in there. <laughs> so I did not put myself in a very good situation for Patreon land today. Just, just, you benevolent stranger Patroni. Okay. Next time you're in one of these funks, let me know and I'll just start sending you gifs of hot people. Yeah. But see, she did GIFs let us. Would have... Puppies? She did kind of let us know. It's just uh, when you're in that place, like... When you're in a place like that, well, even when people like send you things like that, trying to be nice, it sometimes it just pisses you off. Fair. That's yeah. true. So it just wasn't a good place for me for like the first last week in November, eh, last two weeks in November, first two weeks of December. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot that could have been done about it. So but yeah. So I uh, royally fucked this one, guys. But do you want me to read you a bustling article about the 1904 Olympics? Just, just yes. link me the link later. <laughs> It'll be fine. Heck yes, I do. So we're going to particularly talk about the marathon of the 1904 Olympics. Oh, 1904. I thought you said 1994. And I was like, wait, didn't we host that one? That might have been 1996. 96. So. At the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, the marathon was a total mess. The first place finisher did most of the race in a car. The guy in second almost died from eating rat poisoning. And the fourth place finisher raced in dress pants and shoes. He what? also took a nap by the side of the road for part of the race. Wait, wh- what sport was Was this? he a tortoise in the hair? A marathon. <laughs> it was a marathon. Uh, this sounded like if all three of us, minus the rat poisoned. <laughs> I don't know. Tiffany would be like, ooh, snacks. Yes. We did talk about how our glitter <laughs> bomb could have been anthrax and i would have been like just throw it all over me i I am tired i am tired i have a nap that would be me i'm like i don't want to run anymore i'm just gonna sleep here Mm -hmm. that's fine so first of all the entire course was very dusty and breathing the Hmm. dust caused many injuries including one runner who was hospitalized with hemorrhaging after the dust tore his esophagus and stomach lining oh no no. The organizer of the race purposely withheld water in order to test the effects of dehydration. No. So the whole thing was a nightmare from the start. No. Bad. Bad coordinator. (laughs) That is... And I believe that had something to do... I think he was a scientist and he was the coordinator of the marathon. And this was also right around the time of the World's Fair. So I think he was trying to use it as like an experiment during the World's Fair. Bad. That does not sound good. The first place finisher, Fred Lors, hitched a ride in a car to the end of the course after he was struck with serious cramping. Same. He got out (laughs) shortly before the finish line and crossed it, which fooled some of the onlookers. He claimed he did it as a joke. That sounds like some shit I would pull. (laughs) No, guys, I was just kidding. It's fine. And then Ashley comes out from behind and goes, Beish, I was with you the entire time. It was no joke. And we had lunch and it was delicious. And now we win. Yeah, I would be like (laughs) accepting my medal. And they're like, oh, wait, no, you didn't finish. I was like, oh, just kidding, guys. I wasn't actually going to take this. I was just keeping this warm for you. It's fine. I just want to make sure it was real. Chomp, chomp. (laughs) Do not bite my medals. Why can't she buy two medals? I was trying to think of all the different innuendos that could be in there, but mostly I just Moving got on. tits. I'm just curious what medals you have. Do you have medals? I 
science fair. No, piano competitions. Oh, oh I won't bite those. <laughs> I think they're at my parents. Not important. Let's move on. <laughs> the second place finisher, Thomas Hicks, was given a mixture of egg whites and strychnine. Ugh. Ugh. Why? No. A, <laughs> a poison that is often used to kill rodents or birds as an attempt at a performance-enhancing drug. What he is- was carried across the finish line by his handlers. Is it meringue <laughs> that uses the egg whites? Yes. Yeah. It's like just a different type of meringue. It's fine. <laughs> No, strict nine meringue. Yeah. No. I mean, don't knock it till you try the it. The rats would enjoy those. Cookies. He can. He can knock it now because he's tried it. But you can't. I, I can. <laughs> he's probably not knocking anything anymore. Because if that shit makes my meringue fall, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no stiff peaks for you. <laughs> oh God, we're back at we're that. We're back now. at that. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth place finisher, Adrian. Carabajal. Carabajal. Sounds right. Nailed Car- it. Carbajal was a Cuban national who raised money to attend the Olympics by running the entire length of Cuba. That's amazing. He gambled away all the money when he arrived in the States and showed up for the race in dress clothes. Thankfully, another runner used a knife to cut his pants into shorts, and he stopped at a roadside orchard for a snack during the race, but the apples were so rotten, he was struck with stomach cramps and had to sleep it off on the side of the that course. sounds like Tiffany. <laughs> Maybe minus the gambling part, but the person with the knife is 100% me. I'm like, here, I got you. We'll at least get you started. I feel like... Yeah, I can relate hard. I don't gamble, but other than that, yeah. Ashley. Yes. We could have been in the Olympics. I know. <laughs> now they've gotten all strict and there's all this training. You and I um, could have taken a nap together. <laughs> you can do that now. You're adults. We can. I tried to take one on your... Well, I did take one. There was no try. I was out. <laughs> there's no try. Just do. On your mezzanine loft. Loft. I mean... But yeah, so that was... Ow. That was the 1904 Olympics. That was me punching myself in the <laughs> face. <laughs> so basically... That the, was the, the marathon. A very concise... Tiffany would be interested in the 1904 marathon or the Roman Olympics. Was it the Roman or the Greeks that held the Olympics? I'm having a major... I think it's the Greek. Okay. I'm having a major brain fart. Point is, I was thinking of people when they used to do the Olympics naked and how much Tiffany would enjoy that. I don't think I would. That's a lot of flopping. I wasn't talking about you, though. I was talking about Tiffany. No, but here's the deal. I think, obviously, you've picked up on the fact that I enjoy talking about penises. And (laughs) I absolutely, this is Patreon. I could go there. I absolutely adore looking at female body. It's great. However, something about like floppy junk, I would giggle a lot. <laughs> floppy junk, floppy junk. Bye. Are I guess you they staring didn't really. <laughs> Hello, new patrons. Um, we understand if you run away screaming. No, but I, I just, doubt it. I I would giggle a lot because that's who I am. But I don't think I would have any like. So, yeah. uh, pop quiz. What's your favorite event at the Olympics today? Mm. Oh, we have Olympics coming up. I actually care about these sports. <laughs> twenty twenty is Olympics summer, though, right? Yeah, the summer ones. I watch the winter ones because they've got the curling, ice dancing. What is it? Ice skating. skating. It's just ice skating. It's ice skating. Oh, it's just a matter if it's singles or pairs. Or... Oh, I like the. I like all of them, but that would be fun to watch in the nude. Oh no, because everything would be all shrivelly. Ice skating in the nude? That sounds dangerous and cold. Yes. Isn't that what you were getting at? Do you 
Well, you don't no, she started asking, just saying that you would have appreciated the original Olympics when they were all nude. And oh. then I and asked. And then she was like, oh, wait, we have Olympics coming up. What's your favorite Olympics? No, she asked sport? what my well, favorite was before. Um, but yeah, my favorite is watching the ice skater dance. And then I like the gymnastics where they're doing the dancing. You don't like the diving? Diving is fun. I also like the hand motions, brain fart. Oh, the gymnastics, not just the dancing ones. <laughs> so the gymnastics, gymnastics and the rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, I like gymnastics, rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics, ice skating, the diving. I actually like watching the swimming races. <laughs> I'm really good with all terminology here. You sound like me talking about any sports, but like the Olympics, I actually enjoy watching. Oh, and I like watching the that can mean the any- half pipe with the snowboarding stuff. What is that? Half pipe? Yeah. (laughs) Ashley, what's your favorite? I like summer Olympics would be gymnastics or I got into archery a lot. That one's really cool. During the last one. And then winter is ice skating. Uh, Curling. I really like curling. I'm like, I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I'm also like, how do they just like slide like that when they push and they just like keep on gliding? So I w- I've always wanted to try curling. Because one shoe has grip and one shoe doesn't. Don't ruin the magic. <sighs> Don't ruin the magic. That is not true, Ashley. It is not true at all. You're a beautiful magical unicorn. And I can curl. You can curl. Okay, good. And we can be, what are they called? Sweepers? I don't know what they're called. I'm assuming. <gasps> How many people do you need for a curling team? Hold on. Uh, at least three. Because you have the person who pushes the... the um. Guess how many of us there are. Oh my God. <laughs> I like the Olympics. Let's make Ashley's dream like, come true. In general, I just like the Olympics. So the farther north you go, the more curly lanes they are. I need it's what four they do. people. Sorry, gentlemen. Hey, Amber. We need a four. I love Amber, but I don't see her being very um, athletically inclined. Thank you. All right, patrons. We're doing, we're, we'll do a draw. Who's going to be our fourth and curling each member? each player has to throw two stones. Two teams play against each other on one sheet of ice. Time can be saved by prearranging teams before you arrive. And also our Minnesota friends. Do y'all have any curling, rec curling leagues up there? <gasps> yes. Oh my this, God. this is important information. This is really important. Please and oh thank you. Oh my God. Yes, this is amazing. I'm super excited. So, Tiffany, do you have a story for us? I do have a story for you. So, the story I have for you is going to be even shorter than you are imagining it's going to be. So, yay. So, here's the story Uh, behind my story. (laughs) I got the flu, couldn't go. So, on my lunch break, because I get an hour, I said, cool, I'm going to dedicate this hour to doing the research and coming up with my thing. No big deal, because that's typically what I do. You guys don't get much from me on the regular episodes <laughs> when it comes to research, because I'm a lazy. Um, I'm a lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to finish that up with an expletive, but it's felt Patreon. it was unnecessary because I'm lazy. Because <laughs> I'm a lazy. Uh, it's a me, a lazy. Yeah, but... What I failed to realize that was most of the time when I go into research, I already have a topic. Finding a topic within an hour yeah, and researching was hard. <laughs> it's also like incredibly anxiety inducing, which I didn't realize yeah. until I did it. And I'm sorry, guys. I, I wish I had gone like had a chance to go to the library because then you've got like you can grab a book and be like, OK, what are you about? Boom. This is what I'm doing. But when you're sitting at a computer and you're like, OK, I have an hour. And you've got Google just like staring at you like, come on, pick something. <laughs> if you had asked me, I would have let you into my apartment for an hour. 
I was in your apartment over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, your feeding cat. my cat. The flu. You've seen my bookshelves. I did. I have one dedicated to psychedelics. No, I don't, Mom. <laughs> That's a lie. Your mom doesn't listen to Patreon. That we know of. Fair. Ooh. Sorry for anything you have heard. I... Uh, hey, no. <laughs> All right. This is our like 100% free space. Since I don't have much to tell you, I am going to make a comment about that. Sometimes I do feel bad where I'm like, you know what? What am I putting out there in the world? Should I like rein that in a little bit? But then I think, no, I need to be who I am. And then sometimes I wonder, ooh, do I have issues with who I am? But that's a whole other, <laughs> that's an existential crisis for later. Um, so I started thinking about reputable places that i could probably find articles online and i went with the smithsonian hey yeah. best friend. so right? proud of you i know i misspelled it the first time <laughs> I it, but it's fine <laughs> biography.com is another really good one too well i started with history.com but a lot of the history channel stuff is now like gold mining shows right. reality and it, I, w- I got angry so switched to <laughs> smithsonian so majority of my stuff was finding a topic hence why i did not write out anything so i'm just going to give you a quick brief overview of what i found that i thought was really cool so there is have either of you ever heard of flying santa santa you mean like regular santa like just santa that flies (laughs) shit (laughs) (laughs) tiffany have you ever heard of flying santa i think i need to get lumbar support in my chair guys (laughs) I'm, I'm confused. What's what's the question? I mean, what? No, I haven't. So, Carry on. For over ninety years, there's been this thing. <laughs> I hate you guys, but mostly me so much. <laughs> you look so excited. I was like, hold on. Am I missing something? How do I break this to her? <laughs> Oh, God. See, this is the problem. We just need to record regularly <laughs> and everyone's fine. <laughs> oh, maybe not mentally, but like emotionally we'll be fine. If, if, <laughs> I might be depressed, but at least I smile for two hours. <laughs> so, so this flying Santa. You don't say. Well, he has these reindeers, <laughs> see? <laughs> And there's this one with this red nose, you see? And it glows so bright. Like a light bulb? (laughs) Or like he was exposed to uranium as a child. We don't know. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to have you remake all of our Christmas movies. Oh, God, no. Um, Don't give me that power. thought depression was already on the rise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, but like seriously, Flying Santa. Flying Santa is not what you are thinking. Flying Santa was this thing that there was a veteran, Mr. Ponsert Roberts. He realized that a lot of the people out who... mm, I should have written up stuff, but by the time I found this, it was over. I did stick to my one hour time limit. I was very proud of myself. Anyway. Good job. So back in the 40s, the the people who were stationed at light posts or lighthouses, they were kind of off on remote islands for the most part. Yeah. Um, So when it came time for Christmas, they didn't really like have an opportunity to pop out to the store and get gifts for their family and like have dolls and toys and all this. And one of these veterans realized like, hey, I fly through here all the time. These guys keep me safe. What's something nice I could do for them? 
oh, I could go drop gifts off so that they don't have to go and like make their way. Stop laughing at me. It's just the visual I got of this fighter pilot dropping things off at lighthouses the first time. You mean like opening a hatch and like little parachuting gifts out? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what happened. How much panic did that cause the first time? Oh, the first time. (laughs) Right? He would do gifts. He would do like dolls for kids. He would do just stuff that they would need that wasn't readily available to them. So like socks and underwear? Yeah. So like he started doing this. He was doing it because he was like, these guys keep me safe all the time. I want to do something nice for them. Well, then he would take his daughter out with him to do this. And like it became a family thing. And then whenever he stopped doing it, somebody was like, this was a really sweet thing. I want to pick it up. So for 90 years, they've had Flying Santa. From what I gathered in this article, it was mostly up in like the United States, up on the Northeast coast. I thought you were about to say like, up in Canada. I was like, yeah, that sounds very Canadian. No, no, this is a US thing. <laughs> what? There was one time it was done in California, but I don't remember why. Hold on. <laughs> we lost Ashley. The Northeast United States and then Canada. Or did I say Canada? You said California. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Ashley's gone. Just the way because you said, no, this is the United States thing. But there was one time I was done in California. <laughs> I, I mean, everything causes cancer there. <laughs> what is happening? You guys haven't heard that joke? Like, literally everything that's manufactured has like a warning that says chemicals are known in the state of California to cause cancer. So following oh. logic. Okay. So it was mostly up in New England. Okay. And like that area. Where they have um, a lot of lighthouses. Yes. But there was one time that it was done out in California. So like big jump. Just took a red eye. It's no mm-hmm. big deal. And they had no idea what was happening when they went over to California. <laughs> That's why we have sightings in Nevada. <gasps> it's not an alien. It's a flying, it's a flying Santa. Santa. <laughs> See, you guys. What? Now, what I thought was really cool about this <laughs> is... <laughs> Sorry. I love you guys. No, I appreciate this. (laughs) What I thought was really cool about it was so when helicopters became like more normal thing. (laughs) I wish you guys could see the faces they're giving me. I'm just trying not to laugh at Rebecca. I'm trying to keep eye contact with you and not break character. It's just the two of us. Let me figure out what eye I need to close to block her out. (laughs) It's both of them. (laughs) So got it. When um, helicopters became more of a norm, they would go and do little chopper drops and they were able to go land and like hand out the gifts and it was really sweet but there was one little girl who had been looking forward to getting her doll for like months when it came they'd like drop them well her doll broke and her dad was like it's okay and he like patched her back together and she talked about how her doll was in a sling and how she treasured that doll well the guy who like dropped off the presents heard about it and he felt bad so he came and made a special delivery to bring her a nice new doll and it was oh really sweet oh but these presents come with like a little postcard that says i have received your package and then it has room for you to write in there so that you can like send a postcard saying thank you we got this this is you know what we got this is what it means to us thank you for doing this and it made me really happy but yeah, that's what I uh, found on the Smithsonian. And Smithsonian. Flying Santa. Flying, Flying Santa. Santa. I love it. I'm really glad you guys got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> but that's what we have for December. Because I was just very confused. I was like, yeah, yeah, Santa flies. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the exact same track. I'm like, isn't that like his whole thing? He like flies overnight to all the houses. Well, see, I could see the different looks on your faces. So Ashley was like, 
Oh, that's my best friend. Oh, honey, I need to like approach this gingerly. And Rebecca was like, is she really that <laughs> like dense? <laughs> okay, the word stupid did not cross my brain. No, that's she said stince. <laughs> it, it, it was just one of those like, okay, so I was giving white glasses over Christmas. One of those is like, oh, did I roll my eyes out loud? That was one of those moments. Yeah, no, I, I could tell. And it was really entertaining for me. So I love it. You guys, I, you guys did a good job. <laughs> you did, you a, did good a good job. job. None of us actually fulfilled the requirements. So, so maybe we'll, we'll try this again with the actual library at Happy some New point. Year. Support your local libraries, even though we didn't. So the reason, I normally do. The reason I was so excited about this was because I love libraries and my grandma's a retired librarian and like libraries are just amazing and they need to be supported. And we didn't this month. Sorry. It's okay. We December tried was tough. Yeah. yeah. But January, well, for February, for you listeners, what we will be doing for the month of January. Anyone? Anyone? I mean, I don't think it'll come as a surprise to anyone that we're going to try and do resolutions. Da, da, da. Julie's joining us. <laughs> <laughs> My resolution is to join the cast of Star Wars. <laughs> right? Please let me be a Wookiee. So basically, this is open-ended. We can choose whatever resolution we want to do, but it has to be something lifestyle related. So basically, you can't decide to binge Netflix every day. It has to be something you, you've been actively wanting to try for a while. So for me, I'm going to be vegetarian for the month of January and maybe try a couple of vegan days. And since I get my meals delivered because I'm a lazy millennial, I might add one or two other things to that resolution list. But Tiffany, what are you doing? I plan on going vegetarian as well for a month. I told my husband about this and he goes, you don't really eat meat anyway. I was like, yeah, but now I've got to like plan to not eat meat and like try and make up for where I'm lacking, which will actually be good for me because right now I don't currently try to make up for the meat I'm missing out on. I just had a really good idea for you. Hmm. In addition to being vegetarian, which you said will be easy for you try to do a couple simple swaps to be zero waste Ooh, or to minimize your waste yeah and it's as simple as bringing a reusable grocery bag bringing your own coffee cup to starbucks oh that is a fun one i will find stickers and give you a sticker every time you do it i am highly motivated <laughs> but, by stickers but, <laughs> hold on doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose Shh. oh damn it well, how about this? I do want to come up with another one to do since I don't eat much meat anyway, but I do want to mix it up instead of just like, oh, I made dinner and I'm not eating the meat like normal, like try and find a replacement for the protein I would have been getting. So that'll be fun. And I do want to try something else, but we'll keep that a mystery since I don't even know what I'm trying Ooh. yet. <laughs> you, know, you know, that means journal entry. Yes. So I did Slack last time. I promise I will make up for it. I've started journal entries already. So you guys, February is where it's at. So Ashley, what are you doing? I am going to be going back on keto. Yes. I started and felt really good and I want to do it again. I am going to do a financial review slash planning slash act like I'm a something old adult <laughs> um, and get my shit together. And I'm also going to try and do a social media freeze when I'm with my son. Oh, ooh, I have an app for you. I don't want the one that tells me how long I spend on things because then I'd be sad. No, no. What it, what it does. <laughs> and I'll, 
this is I'm actually playing with this app now because I was playing with the idea of having this be part of my January or February, you know, New Year's resolution. But it's this app and it's called Study Bunny. And it, you have this little bunny. You oh, have to cute. spend, and all you do is set a timer, and you don't spend time on your phone because spending time on your phone stops the timer. But you earn coins, and you get to buy like blankets for him, and tea for him, and Christmas trees for him. And it's the, like a tamagotchi. And, and the more but you can't and play the, on your phone to play with him, yeah, exactly. But the more you don't use your phone, the happier he is. That's, Study bunny. Yep, that's really cool. Mine is called okay. Sammy. I will download it now because that is a big goal of mine going into the next year and it's a good one because it doesn't punish you for like it actually has a pause button which is something i haven't seen for you know phone reducing apps but it allows you to pause if you absolutely need to like Like have to look something yeah if you have to look something up if a text comes in if a call comes in you you have the option to pause if you need to Okay, it's downloading. <laughs> You're welcome. Because he's real cute. He is pretty precious. Mine has a blanket and a cup of tea and a Christmas tree. It's perfect. Hey, he's about to get a cup of hot cocoa when I get enough coins. Oh my God, I love it. But yeah, so that's just basically like I want to get my shit together. And I feel like social media may have played a big role in the funk that I was going through. So yeah, don't worry, guys. Rebecca will. Well, depending on how you feel about me, this might be a threat. <laughs> um, Rebecca will still be keeping check with social media. Well, I'll still be on it. My main thing is I don't use it a whole lot while I'm at work anyway, unless I get notifications and then I'll check it. Yeah. But my main thing is like putting my phone away when I have time with Dominic. So basically from like 4.30 to 8.30, done. Mm -hmm. See, and now you can not only spend time with Dominic, but keep your bunny happy. Right? Just don't let Dominic know about the bunny because then... Yes. Because then I'm like, Mom, let's see the bunny. You're killing it, kid. You're killing it. (laughs) Mom, don't touch your phone. We have to keep the bunny (laughs) happy. You're going to kill the bunny. He's going to treat it like his damn elf on the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) You can't touch it. Don't. Tell me what I could do if I don't pick it up the ground that's going to get eaten. I had to pick the damn thing up with tongs the other day. <laughs> what? We had him. I put him on the elf on the shelf. The elf was on <laughs> our freezer, our little ice dispenser, and he had a cup that had ice in it. Well, as the ice melted, we took the cup away just so it didn't get him all wet and condensation-y and everything. Yeah. And when man, I guess when we took the cup away, he shifted a little bit and he fell and just like instinctually I went to pick him up and Dominic <sighs> freaked out and so I was like, I'm sorry, dude, I'm sorry, but we can't leave him on the floor because the, the dogs are going to think it's one of their toys. And he was like, well, what are we going to, we can't, what are, <laughs> and I was just like, I just want to pick the damn thing up. Um, so I got tongs <laughs> <laughs> and I picked him up and told mommy, don't hurt Dumpwin, don't hurt him. <laughs> Um, so i had to lay out my dish towel on the counter and then i put dumpling on the dish towel and he was fine and he was safe and he was able to go join his flying santa (laughs) (laughs) and go back to the north pole for the night so all was well a friend of mine her husband bumped into their elf and the kids were pissed so the next day dumplin had um i think it was like medicine and a glass of water and it was like dumplin's fine or not dumplin but it's like elfie's fine i made it back but i lost a lot of magic when your dad touched me (laughs) so i'm just gonna take it easy and rest today right (laughs) 
<laughs> I should have used that one. Yeah. He did. Um, Dumplin was in our room, in Dominic's room, and Dominic refused to go to bed. Mm. So Dumplin wasn't able to fly back to the North Pole because by the time Dominic fell asleep, it was too late. So Dumplin just made a pillow and blankets out of tissues and stayed in the same place. Yes. And rolled over and went to bed. Smart. Like Dominic should have done the night well, before. Exactly. <laughs> See, this is something I don't understand because we didn't do Santa growing up. I'm sorry. Well, see, you guys have met my mom. So you know how amazing my mom is. Amazing. But later I asked her, you know, when I was like in high school, why didn't y'all do Santa? Everyone did Santa. Why didn't we do Santa? And I kid you not, this was her answer. She was like, well, we didn't really see the point in like telling y'all about Santa. And we want credit for the gifts we buy y'all. Fair. So we just didn't do it. I'm like, okay, I, I get that. Respect. So, if anybody is listening with children to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not saying I'm judging your parenting skills, but um, I mean, if they're in Maybe high- not the best idea. Well, so that's just the warning I'm giving out. 48 minutes in. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I don't care if they hear me throw out the F-bomb, but what I'm about to say next, I do care about. I have struggled with whether or not to do the Santa thing because... Because, like, a part of me is, like, that was one of my favorite things growing up. But another part of me was, like, super devastated when I found out it wasn't real. And I was like, they lied to me. I, I think we've already talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I'm just going to roll with it because I love Santa. And it's so much fun. Do you want my two cents on something I'm not qualified to comment on because I have two cats? Yeah, sure. Roll with it if she asks about it. Yeah. If she doesn't, meh. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of the plan. Like, we're just going to do Santa and have fun with it. And uh, yeah. Oh, we do Santa. We do Santa. We do elves. Meanwhile, I'm texting my 12-year-old brother. I'm like, what the hell do you want for Christmas? Because you keep on saying you want discs and they look like Frisbees. And I don't understand disc golf. What is this? What are this? What are this? I don't sport at all. Um, I'm fine. We have a former coworker that could probably help you out with that. He's. I've already gotten a detailed list. He's taken okay. care of. Yeah, I know we got a little off track here, but I'm done with Christmas shopping with the exception of your child. I am so proud of myself right now. Wait, I'm supposed to give gifts for your children? Ah, no. fluff. <laughs> I forgot to bring y'all's presents. That's okay. That's that fine. means we start the new year off with gifts, which I am totally okay with. Well, I'll see you on Sunday. Yes. Totally off subject. But yes, no, uh, you are not required to buy Christmas presents for the chitlins. But as godmothers. Yeah. It's kind of well, an unspoken rule. I'm, I'm a godmother? No. no I'm saying you're not I, required, oh, but as... Yeah, oh, she's oh, godmother godmothers. of Adeline. I was about to say, <laughs> th- that was not in the fine print when <laughs> no. I signed up to I love be a you, part of this Stockholm <laughs> syndrome thing. <laughs> no, um, Ashley and I are godmothers to each other's children, and that is kind of one of the requirements is like doting on them like they were your own well and we also have a birthday yeah i'll just be the cool aunt who unnecessarily explains science things my kid will probably love that and i'll be like rebecca he's asking me important questions about real things that matter but back to patreon land where it is now <laughs> january and they're like why the fuck are you guys still talking about santa oh because of my topic that's why sorry <laughs> <laughs> shit okay uh, benevolent strangers we love y'all remembered we do love you guys <laughs> we do y'all so are amazing much. and thank you for sticking it out for us from 2019 we got lots of fun exciting things planned for 2020 yep happy yeah. post christmas or whatever or christmas Hanukkah or winter solace winter solstice happy winter celebration of your choosing 
Happy New Year. All the holidays are over by the time this comes out. Yes, thank God. I'm so sick of holidays. I love it. Well, I don't know when Chinese New Year starts, so I'm not 100% sure about that. Oh, yeah. Damn it. I'm so far behind on, like, culture. (laughs) (laughs) Happy whatever you're celebrating. And let us know on social media or in the comments of this post what your resolutions are. And uh, we will do a reminder in our episode that airs in February for you to let us know how you are doing with them. Boom. Yeah. Oh, and maybe some of your suggestions I'll like piggyback off of because I'm a slacker. (laughs) Fair. Translation. Tiffany wants ideas. Yeah. So you can send them to her. Links to our social media can be found at theladiesofstrange.com. <laughs> and I'm certain you can find us, like, if you're on Twitter or Instagram. Or Discord. You, we're tagged in pretty much everything. We're not hard to find. That's terrifying. Anyway. We can always use more Stockholm Syndrome. Why are you uh, doing T-Rex arms? Because I'm a motherfucking T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> That's my resolution. Finally morph into my final dino form. Oh my god, I I love I'd live for it. All right, guys, love you. Peace out. So much sauerkraut. A town down. Brum, brum. Bye, brum, brum. You're looking at me like you're brum, expecting brum. an outro, but brum, we don't necessarily brum. do standard outros on Patreon. We so don't. Just trying to wrap it up in a big old bow, like a Christmas present. Uh, considering what I'm binging white right now, wubba lubba dub dub the guys. No, no dub dubs. What is that? Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. Blech. Thank you.